What's going on? What's going on, everybody? This is James alive. Bush, your man versationist. I'm a man. I'm with Arthur, we still the man himself, Elon King. I feel like <laughs> and the Shoot creator the of the book, <laughs> Understanding a Man. Coming in Empowering women with tools for lasting relationships. Elon, welcome, bro. Welcome. What's going on, sir? How are you? All right, man. I came across yeah. a work coming in hot. I gotta get them all because I saw the book and then I saw you did a, a, a webinar or um podcast or something on the other. That's like, yeah, yes. let me go on and reach out to her because uh, we we in that season right now, yes, sir, <laughs> where these things definitely have to be discussed, yes, sir. So the first thing I gotta ask any of my guests when they uh-huh. have a book with this title. Why not? Why what? I'm sorry, I was clearing my throat. I'm sorry. <laughs> when I have a book with this title, uh-huh. why did you write it? You know, what's the man? <laughs> um, it, it, it's funny how it all came about. Just to give the elevated version, back in 2015, I was attending a um a woman's conference uh, with my wife, and so she was invited. I was invited as a as a guest to be on a panel. The name on the panel was called Understanding the Mind of a Man uh, by Miss Adrian E. Bell. Shout out to A.B. Um, she had, it was down in Florida. And so I was only there for a one-hour segment um, of, uh, of, of the Understanding a Man, uh, excuse me, Understanding the Mind of a Man. And so what we were going to do is we were just going to answer questions for about an hour. So ladies were asking questions and we were answering. So it was me and about four other gentlemen I only knew one of the guys on the stage. Everybody else, I didn't even know them, right? And so um, now this is at two o'clock, right? And so from one to two, we all ate lunch together. It was about 100, 150 people. Right. And so we ate everything that would put you to sleep, okay? <laughs> uh, so, so, and then, then from, um, you know, from two o'clock on uh, for an hour, we were answering the questions. And so... At the end of that hour, I looked around the room and the ladies wanted to ask more questions. And I was just like, man, the mean age in the room was like 45. So okay. I'm like, y'all should understand, man. Like, I don't understand. This is just some of this stuff is basic. Like, how don't y'all understand? Well, uh, at that moment, I looked around the room and I was like, wait a minute. I think I see a, I'm going to go in. Now, let me back up by saying that the day before, when my wife and I arrived, um, you know, we walked up to the first vendor that we walked up to was a book coach. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and, and so actually my wife picked up the car. She was like, excuse me, lady, you know, what do you do? She was like, I'm a book coach. And my wife looked at me. The reason why she looked at me is because we drove down to Florida on the drive down there, maybe two, three hours earlier. I, I just, we were just randomly talking and I said, you know what? I think I'm going to write a book one day. And she was like, well, your head is big enough. And I was just like, I just don't know what I'm going to write it on. Right. So right. if you look at everything transpired, I spoke it. Then first vendor that we walk up to was a book coach. And then the next day, and I looked around the room and I was just like, y'all really don't understand men. And that's what birthed uh, the book. That's where it came from. <laughs> wow. So uh, true story. I mean, that's one hell of a story. So give me this, my brother. <laughs> what has been yeah. the reception to the book so far thus far? Um, uh, since I've had, since I've been uh, in the space, uh, I think one person said that she didn't like it. Okay. It was one, one lady said that the book was whack, right? She was just like, uh, I think it's sexist and all this and that. And, and at the time she was, at, watch this, at the time she was living with her boyfriend um, and thinking that they were going to get married three years later they're not together but um you know it that's really the only guy other than seeing one piece of feedback on amazon i mean the feedback has been more of this um of of, of thanking me right. I, and it's very humbling because you know i i wrote it to just kind of there were other pieces that applied there um a lot of women that don't have father figures in their home and so they really and you know some of the, of the basic things that you James or I just automatically know they don't know it they'll find it out from TV right. or as my wife says some of her friends' fathers right? right so I wanted to really it's real baseline it, of course there's a a bunch of other um, topics that we could talk about but there's uh, 15 different chapters I interviewed 24 men about various topics of the heart and these are the type of men where Thanksgiving's coming around the corner so 
Um, if these type of men showed up, uh, you know, at your son or daughter's uh, dinner table, you'd be like, oh, excuse me, this is the type of man that, uh, you know, if you're, you know, let's just say your daughter brought him home, you'd be like, oh, okay, you know, great job. So these are just upward mobile men and they just dropped a little knowledge and I just happened to be there to catch some of it to share with the world. So we got some research. <laughs> basis oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I could have wrote it myself, but it was kind of like, it would have been, you know how women are, you just the only one to pick like that. So I was like, okay. Um, and even the number 24 has a significance behind it. Um, I, my dad's birthday is the 24th. When he was playing basketball in high school, he was number 24. Okay. His, okay. Birthday, his birthday is also, like I said, the birthday on the, on the 24th. We grew up in our house on 24 Ross Avenue, Hackensack, New Jersey. And the reason why that I use 24 is because my father was supposed to go off and play basketball. He was really, really good in high school. Mm. Um, but when the coach came to his house, he, he hid. He didn't want to because he was about to step into an arena that was totally different from him. And so when I was writing this book, I'm a marketing major undergrad, right? I've been in sales my whole life. So I was walking into something I had never done before. So that 24 represents me stepping out there on faith and doing something I've never done before. That's what's up, man. I'm definitely, definitely loving it. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, we have Mr. Elam King, the author of the book, Understanding a Man, Empowering Women with Tools for Lasting Relationships. Elam, give yes, us some of the articles in there that you notice that are just out there, blatant, that women should know. Come on, come on, bro. You got to break bread now with that. Hey, listen, so I say that one of the most popular chapters is uh, We Didn't Tell You to Do That. And that, that's actually chapter three. Okay. And in that, in that chapter, what I did was I interviewed um, uh, uh, only single men, right? Okay. And so I, in that, it, I was at letting them tell you, since they're out here dating, right? right. The single minister out here dating, because I had a combination of married and single men, right? Gotcha. And so in that chapter, only the, the single men spoke, and they were basically saying, like, there's a lot of things that women do out here, like, we don't even care about, <laughs> or we don't even like. And society has made y'all think that we like it and we really don't. You know, wow. um, they were, you know, they were talking about fake body parts. And this is, you know, regardless of those, you know, that might have had to do um, or make some enhancements based upon medical reasons. Right. right? right Outside right. of those. Right. People will just, you know, the, the butt shots. I, I can't find the guy that says he likes it. I can't find one. Right. Okay? Um, even when it came to, you know, just certain things that. Um, women are doing, uh, you know, with regard to, they were talking about the eyelashes, right? They were just like, like, okay, I'm going to say this to you, Jane, and see, see how you feel. Okay. She, ha she had beautiful eyelashes, said no man ever. <laughs> did, did, did I lie anywhere in that? Have you ever heard a man say she had beautiful eyelashes? I ain't never heard that, man. If, okay. if, if anything, so if anything... It's uh if anything, uh it looks like um, you know, airplane airplane propellers. You know, I'm trying to tell you, man. I mean, you just blink and they slap you in the face, right? Like, so I mean, you know, and it's fine if you want to do that for, you know, maybe going on an occasion, whatever case it be, but this this is your everyday get up. The reason why this chapter is important is because off the top, when I come up to you, you want me to be honest. You want me right. to share with you who I am, you want me to open up my heart and and be there for you, whatever case it be, and don't lie, right? But right. from day one, you present me a lie. Ouch. It doesn't go together. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, at the end of the day, we have to be cautious of even the actions and the things that we do and, and, and the things that we say, but also the things that we do. We want it to be reflective of the type of person that we want to be with. So you want him to be honest. You need to, be, you need to present yourself in an honest manner so that... Mm. You know, you, you're kind of being consistent. That's inconsistent. Let me lie to you about what I look like, but make sure you tell me the truth, James. Oh, whoa, no, whoa, doesn't work whoa, out. Like oh, <laughs> you stepping on people's theology now, man. <laughs> hey, man I'm just, listen, I'm, the chapter three will save money. Um, so you know, Miss Independent. Then chapter two is Miss Independent versus yes, yes. or Miss Codependent. <laughs> Right, hit, hit, or this interdependence, excuse hit me. Hit that one, hit that one, hit that one. Yeah, and so that one is this, I want to start off by saying, you know, I'm not one of those type of individuals, and there's a lot of Elams out here that we don't, you know, when it comes to you being great and rocking and rolling, do your thing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, whether girls rock or a girl power or whatever, do your thing, okay, right. from a nine to five perspective. Right. But when you cross that threshold, 
Okay, you have to understand that the structure that exists out there it exists for a reason, right? Okay. And um, you know, you're hiring and firing and doing all that greatness all day long, absolutely fantastic. Right. When you cross that threshold, you're the VP. Okay, right. you're the CMO, the C, the, the COO. You can be a CFO. You can be all of them, but you're not the CEO. And you just have to understand that 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 structure exists for a reason. To whereas there's an accountability that goes with each level, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not that you are subservient. It's not that you are less than a man, whatever the case may be. In fact. In a home, the woman is actually the more powerful uh, creature than the man, period. Guess who knew that? Your grandmother knew that, right? Well, perhaps your mom knew that, right? But this generation right now, what comes through right now is I bring the table to the table and I, I can do the same thing you do and I and see, that works out there. It doesn't work in here, okay? So in your plight to get great at the conference table, you lost what was necessary at the kitchen table. And I don't mean that in a derogatory manner. I mean, you managing your home, you're trying to turn around and act like a man and think like a man when it's going to take you your whole life to act like a woman and be like a woman. So when you switch that role up, you're confused now. Okay. So we're already not that good in communication and, you know, and, and maintaining certain things. And now you want to come be like me. Now you got the blind leading the blind. So at the end of the day, and a real man knows that his woman is the most powerful force in his home. Just, you don't have to walk around saying that. And so that's why the, the more that I hit being misindependent, go ahead and do that. That's real good for your single life. Right. But when you are in a, in, a, in a marriage, you are interdependent. You're interwoven, right? It's not, you know, it's not yours, mine, and, 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 and whatever. It's ours, right? Ours, both of ours, right? And there's certain levels of leadership. Here's the thing. And one example that I use it now is like, you know, what women always saying, um, women can do the same thing a man can do. Yeah, okay, really. James, tonight, 3 o'clock in the morning, okay? You're upstairs in the bed. Right. Okay. You laying there with your girl, your wife, whatever case it be. A, a, a window breaks downstairs. Who's going downstairs, James? You better. You better go down there. Who, James, who's going down? Is, is 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 the one that says that she's just like you going down there? Like now that's when they'll immediately jump into feminine mode. Oh well, no, you go do it. You're the man. Whoa, 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 whoa. You gotta take the good with the bad. Right. right. Yeah, you can't uh, pick a struggle, right? You can't, oh, I can do the same thing, but then the window breaks. Why don't you go? I'll go get the kids. Right. Now you want me to be in my role. Gotcha. So the roles go both ways, and some people don't, you know, they just think you're trying to stick people inside of a box. No, it's a structure, right? right. It's, it's a covering, right? And particularly for my believers, it's a covering for right. a reason, okay. Okay. right? And you yeah. got to take all the above that comes with you. You can't pick and choose and not buffet or Whole Foods. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not right. how this thing really works. You know, I'm bringing that up because I just asked. Yeah, yeah, you already know that. The plug, the plug, the plug. Bad dude. You, so here's my thing. Because you just touched on some beautiful, man, topics right there. One, for the guys. Because what I think is that some guys have, they drunk the Kool-Aid just a little bit. And right. they have somewhat gotten to this space where they feel that they must um, accommodate or yes. appease that certain behavior in yes. order to make a situation work. But yes. the thing is, is that if the blueprint that you are utilizing is screwed up initially, you know, mm -hmm. the manufacturer part is not going to work totally, altogether. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I think, and I think, guys, we have to kind of get back to, okay, what are we doing? You know, what oh, I, I, Listen, now you're going to give me hype. Here's the thing. I, I, everybody, you know, for, for the Republicans that are out there, they got like make America great again. We need to make being a man great again. For some reason, every time that you want to step into your manhood, you can only go to a certain level because if you if you're too much of a man, it's toxic. It's it's it's, it's what toxic masculinity, right? Right. But there's toxic femininity going on around here. Okay, you know what that is? It's what, every now and then you want to be a woman. Every now and then you want to be a man. You want to go back and forth between which one you want because. And I understand a lot of it because the oppression that has existed amongst women, even when we were growing up, right? What were we taught as guys, right? Don't act like a what? Girl, right? Don't be, don't, don't be weak like a what? Girl, right? Don't be emotional like a what? Girl, right? You got to play with the who? Boys, right? So even women came up in the same society, so it made being a woman look weak, right? right. So, so you have the men trying to be manly, saying don't act like this, right? And then you have the women that are being pulled over to that same side as if, hey, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to be a man, excuse me, it's, 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 it's so difficult to be a woman and y'all men can't really um, understand it, whatever case is. We can't. We have two different brains, right. okay? Right. You have your brain, we have our brain. Guess what? It's the same amount of neurons, 
Yeah. But Mother Nature made our brains slightly bigger, not because we're better. Okay, that's just the way Mother Nature did it, right? But guess what? We do not think the same in multiple different categories, sure. and 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 so in our plight to understand each other, that's what we really should be doing versus trying to be just like the other person. You cannot be a man if you are a woman. I don't care what your what the scapula in your doctor's office can tell you. Can't do it. No differently than I can never have a baby ever. True. Okay. So take your time in your life to figure out how to be your gender. Yeah. Don't try to, it's hard enough to be your own gender. You don't want to come over here. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Man, man, man. Once again, we got Elam King, man. And he laying down, man, some, 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 a masterpiece at this. I checked out something else about your book. And okay. it's something that just grabbed me. Because something I see in my, with my clients, rejection. Mm. As it pertains to, I was trying to wait for that one, but no, 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 no. We we ain't got but so much time. I want to get right into it because that might take a little while. Rejection as it pertains to sex. Yes, and in this in this particular chapter, I only, you know, I spoke mostly with married men. Okay, because here was the interesting thing: there was no sense in talking to single men about it because guess what? They have no idea what it really looks like. They don't. Okay. I mean, and, and it's a difference between being turned down, you know, when you're in your single mode versus just being rejected. Okay. And so um, in, the, in that particular chapter, I want to read specifically the words that the men were saying, because um, here they are, you know, you're thinking that you got married, whatever case it be, and then, you know, you should never be rejected in this area. But the words that were used is hurt, alienated, isolated, unloved, and confused. Right, because wow. it's, it, it, you're, you have this one resource, and this is what I like to, to share with ladies. It's kind of like, you know, we can go all day long and fight lions and tigers or bears, whatever the case would be, but it's like when you come home, you're plugged. There's only one area you can plug up to. It's like we're a Tesla, right? Right. And we got to plug up in order to regener you know, regenerate ourselves, and it doesn't have to always be intercourse, right? right. Intimacy, into me you see, right? So if you can see into me, Right, then you should automatically know what is necessary and what is needed. And if you're tired throughout the day and if you're tired every single day, ladies, my question to you is what are you doing to ensure that when you hashtag family over everything, that you remember that during the day that, hey, I need to save some of my tank for my life partner. Uh for my life partner, because you know what? The kids are gonna grow up and leave, right? The job is gonna come and go, right? But this is your life partner. And when you're rejecting him, you're actually, it's, it's no differently than your car. If your car doesn't get the gas, what happens? It ain't going nowhere, nowhere, right? So, so you have to understand that the power that you have inside of yourself to whereas if you are taking a look at that level of intimacy mm -hmm. and you are seeing into him, then you should, it shouldn't even have to be a question of, he really shouldn't even be asking, you should just know. Just like you think he should just know you, okay? You should just know him, right? And if there's not enough gas in your tank, well then maybe maybe you need to pull up a little bit during the day um, or maybe shift some things around so that you still have the energy to be there for, 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 your, for your husband. Now, 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 Elon. There are some um, therapists out there that will just go against you on that, just a little bit. Okay. They would say that it is the job of the man to kind of, you know, um, Rev up that engine. Start it early in the morning. Start with sending those sweet text messages. You know, being able to you know uh, ingratiate that woman, making her feel special. You know, making her feel like she's man. You know, the only one in the world. You know, whatever it's sending flowers or doing whatever needs to be done, so that that person feels man awesome. Taking things off a plate. You know, basically what we're saying is man, making sure the kids is put away at night. Uh, making sure there ain't no dishes in the sink. Making the trash is taken out. Making sure Fido in the cat box or Fido in the um, and is uh, all taken care of. The cat box is clean and everything. It's a nice home to come home to when she plops down. And then they'll say, that may be the recipe. That may be the main ingredients for you getting some action that night. <laughs> but I'm hearing something different from you. What would you say to that, Mr. King? Well, here's the thing. If okay. that's the case, then why do my single men not experience this? Okay. That's what's so, that's what, because sex, it, it, sex with a single person, sex, yeah. married, it's the action of it. If, if, if the mind always has to be just in that space, then why are my single dudes out here not even understanding <laughs> what rejection is? So here you are, you've been running and gunning. He ain't been texting you all day. Okay. He hasn't. 
<laughs> yeah, he texts you to say, I'm coming through. Now you went to work and you have little Johnny and you have all. So if it's something that has to happen, then why don't my single people understand it? That's the thing. Like, you can't say it's like that across the board. Now, is sometimes is this something that's necessary? Yes. Is the responsibility of the intimacy inside of the relationship uh, sit on some of the man? Yes. Does it also sit on some of the woman? Yes. Here's the thing. It's his job to get you there, just like it's your job to help him get you there, right? Wow. Or it's your job to get there by yourself. I understand women are electric ovens and men are gas ovens. I totally get that. Right. But sometimes you need to light your own a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe here's the thing. Why about how about this? How about if you're seeing into him, you probably know that he probably wants intimacy later. So why don't you guide him throughout the day? Hey, baby, you know, it'd be nice if, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about, you know, uh, of, you know, us getting together later on. But I need you to help me get there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so just make sure that you keep in contact with me. Oh, see, we, now this is when people start playing Blue's Clues. Okay. okay, and Blue's Clues doesn't work inside a relationship to whereas you just think that he's just supposed to automatically know. We've got to get away from stuff like this. Everybody's grown until it's time to communicate. When it's, when it's inside of a relationship, all of a sudden you just expect the other person to know. Mm. No, okay, that's, that, that's not the case. So just to answer your point, if that's the case, if revving up the engine has to always act, come from the man, why don't single men experience this? If somebody can answer that question, <laughs> then we can go back and say, you know what, it's all on the man. But guess what? I ain't rev no engines when I before when I was single. None. I can I come through? It's starting the engine right there. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't say that I've rev them even. And I and and guess what? That was before text messaging. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I even keep in contact with you all day. Come on now. You think your granddaddy and grandma, you think grandpa had a chance to reach out to grandma all day long and rev that engine up? Only thing they had was two tin cups and a string. So how did he get out in contact with her? Oh, man. <laughs> I can't with you right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, who, who granddaddy reached out to their grandmama? Raise your hand if your granddaddy called your grandmama all day long and told her how much he loved her and all this and that, and then when she came home, and guess what? They was having the most kids back in the day. That's why it's called what? The baby boomer era, right? My, my dad got 13 brothers and sisters. You think my grandfather tech? Get out of here, man. It's nothing but excuses. It's excuses. Wow. Wow. So I mean, from what you're saying, it's a narrative that is being put out for the reasons why things aren't happening. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what it is. And here's the thing. We have hundreds of years to prove it. What, when did text messaging come around? Maybe 20 years ago? 20 years ago, yeah, yeah. Where all them babies come from in the baby boomer era? Where they come from? <laughs> You're right. You're right. Call your uncle that. and ask him, did he call his wife all day long? Call him. <laughs> he didn't. How he get some at the end of the night? Wow, wow. So, so, let, me, yeah. so let me go on this line, though. So some people may push back on that a little bit and they'll say, well, Mr. King, but you know that women, highest educated demographic now, commanding more respect within the um, job corporate landscape, they're doing their thing. You know, they're not the same women as it was before the uh, World War II or even World War I. You know, they're not just sitting home with pots and pans and, you know, just being stay-at-home moms. It's a different animal. It's a different story these days. And so that may lend to why we see some of the things and the uh, disconnect in homes and in relationships these days. What would you say to that? Mm. So I want the first woman to raise their hand and say that they're stronger than their grandmother to come forward. Mm. Okay. Come forward. Because we'll always revere the women from back in the day and their level of strength, mm -hmm. right? So you stronger than them? Mm. Most of us have gotten weaker than the previous generation. Okay, so I think that's somewhere in the Bible as well. Okay, so uh, at the end of the day, I, I'd have to push back on that. Are there different things that women have to deal with today? Yes, there are. This goes back to chapter two, Miss Independent or Miss Interdependent. You have to pick, you know, you have to pick which struggle that you're going to roll with. And if you want to go be great and stuff all like that out there, that's great. But just understand that our communities, 
And one of the reasons why that understanding man, the, the reason of importance for me is that in order for us to improve our communities, we have to improve our families. In order yes, for us to improve our families, we have to improve the individual's right. components that are inside, inside of the family. We can't right. just say we need better communities. Right. A community is made up of families, okay? Right. People, right? So at the end of the day, you have you can go, you have the ability to go be great out there and be great in here. Is it work? Yes. Do people have to maybe more schedule sex right now versus it just magically deliciously coming up yes you schedule all the other meetings why whoa, 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 whoa. why you can't schedule intimacy with your, with, with your person okay flag on the play flag on the play you said schedule sex now that's something i see across my uh, my couch where you know i have clients that come in and it's like i just don't want to schedule sex or anything that just would take all the okay. interest out of it okay. that, and i'm just saying to myself but I ain't doing it as it is. <laughs> I was about to say, you can't have both. Like, you can't say, you can't say, well, back in the day, you know, grandmama was sitting at home all day. So, uh, okay, so what, you're going to be disrespectful to the housewives now? Because last time I checked, everybody who's a housewife talks about how difficult it is to be at home, too. And they got, like, 10 babies there. So she's dealing with them 10 babies all day long. Yeah. Okay? So she had something to do. And I had one television. There was no iPad. There was no nothing. It was one television. It was black and white. And it was this big. And she happened to maintain them 10 kids all day long. And now here you come with nails done, hair did, everything, you know what I'm saying, done. And, you know, you have more convenience on, on certain areas as well, right? Again, here's the thing. Is it the sexiest thing to always schedule it? No. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got the spontaneous pop-off, whatever. But if y'all ain't doing it, what's wrong with scheduling it? Why? Is it because it's just the thought of scheduling it? Well, the thought of no... <laughs> Is way worse than scheduling it. Trust me. <laughs> and, and, and that I word like no don't feel good. I would rather be on the calendar. Boom, pop up. Okay, Tuesday at seven o'clock. We're gonna get it on. Do you know what that man will do between today and Tuesday? See <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying? Like you want that intimacy throughout the day? Schedule, schedule your sex. Schedule your. I, 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 I'm going to challenge, uh, challenge the women listening. Schedule your sex for this for this week of September. For the week of September, okay, uh -huh. schedule your sex from the 6th to the 12th and make sure it's on your man's calendar. Watch how he acts this week. Watch how he acts. What's that? What's that? Look at that. Says <laughs> All right. Gotcha. I, mean, it's, I mean, you know, hey, it's just, it, it, it's, some things, uh, you know, we're willing to adapt and, and say things are different. Where things are different and things are different yeah. across the board. Definitely. Right? So there's nothing wrong with the, You think your man going to be mad that you scheduled seven, Tuesday at 7.30? Try it. I bet you he won't be like, when are you going to schedule it? He's going to be like, yo, like, can Monday hurry up and go by? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And do you know how he's going <laughs> to act all day Monday? Do you know how he's going to act? Oh, my gosh. That's what I'm saying. So it's... it's it's so simple that we miss it because as, as, as humans, we're always thinking that something's supposed to be so esoteric and so, you know, big or whatever case may be. No. Schedule intimacy. Mm. So what I'm deriving from you, my bro, and we got, ladies and gentlemen, we got Mr. Elam King, <laughs> understanding man, empowering women with tools for lasting relationships. What I'm gathering from you is that there is no reason why we should have uh, fifty percent of all first marriages ending in divorce. Sixty seven percent of second marriages ending in divorce. Eighty to ninety and up third marriages ending in divorce as well. For you, it's like the message is simple, simple, you know. Mm -hmm. But we make it harder than it should be because of all these, I guess, new age nuances and ideations in this present time. The bottom line is we got a lot of people who are lazy. Okay. And we have a lot of people who um, want to go off a tradition for something. Let me, let me give you an example, right? Okay. okay, okay. So, you know, one of the reasons why that, uh, that that's the 50% divorce rate and actually, what, 70% in the minority community, right? So, I mean, yeah. let's just really think about this. If okay. you line up 10 black couples, okay. right now, statistically, seven don't make it. I want you to put that on the poster for one second. Now, did you ever play ball, James? I sure did. Okay, what did you play? Played basketball. Okay, when you play, okay, every now and then you have rivals, right? Yeah. The, yeah. the, the tough teams or whatever. Right, right. Be, right. How did you practice the week before or two weeks before that game? Man, you geared up. That was, that was circled on your calendar right there. That was uh, geared up for them. 
Okay, and so the practice was just a little bit more intense, right? Because mm -hmm. the goal is to win the game, right? So oh, you yeah. turn up your practice a little bit, right? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, it's not just the coach didn't say, okay, everybody just play. The coach didn't even say, okay, everybody just practice. He gave you some how, some drills, some different things yeah. you had to do to make yourself quicker, faster, shoot better, or free throws, whatever, right? Right, right. All right, so now if you were to go to buy a house, right, um, you know, you look up the, the crime in the area, right, and you look up, you know, where the school at, where the hospital at, where the airplane's at, right. whatever the case would be, right, taxes, right? Right. Okay. I can go on and on, but I think you kind of see where I'm going with this, sir, because in, when we play a game, okay, well, we, when we play a sport, we're willing to do the due diligence. If we get a house, we're willing to do the due diligence. If we get a new job, we're looking at the salary and where is it at and how far. But inside of our own marriages, let me ask you something, ladies and gentlemen. When's the last time you went to counseling? Okay. Because you cannot use the same brain that got you in the situation to get you out. You have to use a new brain. Okay. And so that's the same thing with practicing. You got to use a different body style, right? Same thing with getting whatever, right? Well, we have multiple people that are getting divorced. And if you ask, you know, when they go to counseling, right when it gets bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they oh, expect yeah. that. And then they'll say, well, we went to counseling. Yeah, you did. At the 11th hour and 59th minute, that's when you went. You didn't go from day one. You didn't do pre-marriage counseling, right? But in everything else, you do your due diligence. But now you just get married and say, okay, let's just love and trust God. That makes no sense. That makes no sense whatsoever. But, but, but in our, inside of our culture, particularly African-American uh, culture, it's, it's like, no, you can't go to counseling. That means there's something wrong. There's something wrong with everybody, yeah. okay? Everybody has something wrong with them. And in order for those blind spots to be identified, you have to speak with a third party in order. We won't, we'll invest into every other area, but into our own marriages. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? We'll invest into everything else, but even, even before you get married, you should be in counseling so that oh, you yeah. can identify everything about you. You don't know all of you. You don't. No. Your mother doesn't and your father doesn't either. Not your best friend either, so stop talking to them. Yeah, that's true. Okay? You need somebody to be able to pull out blind spots. That's why it's called a blind spot. You can't see it. That's right? right. You think it's there. You don't, you don't even know what's going on. So, you know, the, the, the injection of that ignorance ongoing into, into our culture at this point, if there's one thing, if there's one thing I could say, uh, whether it's that you see, see uh, seek counsel with James, whether you seek counsel, just go go to your job and pull up the the in network people. I don't care. Be in counseling, right? And right. stay in counseling, right? And for my believers, it's all up and through the Bible how you need to stay in counsel. Hmm. You can't just trust God. That's not enough. Okay, it's not enough to just say I'm just going to pray. There's got to be actions that go after that, right? Yeah. You trust God and you pray and you can't even just look. This is love. Love. What is love? Is an action. It's not a feeling. So what are the actions that you're going to do? So love and God is not enough to make any marriage work. <laughs> Whoa! Say that again. <laughs> love and God is not enough to just make any marriage work. Wow. And I would love for somebody to find me one person that they said, "Oh, we just loved and trust trusted God, and we made it." Wow. That's a lie. Okay, so you know you, you just stepped on a lot of people's theology with that one, right? It doesn't. It doesn't matter. They can't. They can't. who can just right now get on their knees and pray and then stay married for the next thirty years? Who can do that? I don't know too many. Show me one person that's done that. Yeah, yeah. You, find it. you pray and you have faith and you have faith through those tough times because what helps you with that is the due diligence that you that you got before you got into that tough time. Right? You were shaped them. That's why it says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye renewed. Well, that means that, you know what? You, you got to change some stuff. However you were, you're going to have to change it. It's not wow. conforming to whatever. And that's the problem. Everybody's conforming to and conceding to, you know what? Uh, no, I, I don't want to be. What was the next thing you were going to talk about, man? Hey man, you can go ahead and finish your thought right there because you're flowing right now. You can go ahead and finish your Damn thought, man. man. Like these answers, the smarter that we are, like the dumber we are in our homes, right? And right. it's basics. That's why this book, chapter one, high standards, stop the madness. Some of these uh, 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 
bucket list of people that they watch. Oh, he's got to be this and that. He's got to be six foot. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is start with six feet. Okay, seventeen percent of the population is six foot taller or higher. So yeah. that means you just dropped eighty three percent of the men off of your list. Jeez. We didn't even say whether what color he is. We didn't even say whether he's godly. We didn't even say whether he's sane. Whether yeah. we, didn't, we didn't even say what the, what the money figure is. Okay, because yeah. only nine percent. What what is it? Oh, excuse me. Only what three percent of the population makes over a hundred thousand. Not it's like nine point nine million. Wow. Out of the 365 million people that are here. So you starting off with six feet. Man, you better get you a five foot five dude that'll love you for life and stop playing. I'm not five five, but you know, I mean, I'm just saying like, and you can have your preferences and all that, right? right. I get that. But, yeah. you know, some of these standards, we women want a, a type of man to make this type of status, this type of money. Do you know you have to be the type of woman to be able to handle that man with that status? That's what I think is missing today. Is that you know who can man work with that type of animal? Yeah, each type of man yeah. has a characteristic that comes right. with it. Right. If you date right. a ball player, you right. have to understand there's going to be hundreds of thousands of women throwing pussy at him. You right. have to be able to deal with that. Oh my goodness, you ain't lying, bro. Okay. If you if, if if you marry a doctor, my 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 line brother is a doctor, emergency room doctor. He works one week on, one week off. Right. for 12 to 13 hours a day. That means that when little Johnny has a soccer game, but you want to have the man that always is at all the, you know, all the stuff with the kids, guess what? For a whole week, he's not available. Right. He saved the lives. But you got the picket fence and the house and all this and that, but guess what? You have to be able to handle that week off all by yourself. Because right. this man is off here saving the world. That's his purpose. You can't say well, when you get married, and switch up your schedule. God made that man to be a doctor for the next 30 years. You learn to deal with that or you get out. Mm. But if you understood yourself, okay, and that's why um, in chapter four, is right? And inside of that chapter, I again, talk with the single men because they're, they're, they're explaining, ladies, this is what we really want, mm-hmm. right? So phase one, the biggest phase of it is that you have to understand yourself. Yes, first. definitely. Definitely. But before we even start looking at somebody, you have to understand what you want and the things that you need, right? Right, right. It's phase two. That's when you're learning about him. Pay attention to his world and see if you can gracefully fit yourself inside of it. Okay? All right? Pay attention to his world. Okay? Because you know your world, right? Because that was phase one. Right. So now you pay attention to his world, right? right. And if, if you can see yourself gracefully going inside of that world, great, right? Phase three, whatever you see, believe it. Okay. Don't try to change it. Don't try to move it. Don't feel like you're going to recreate it. Listen, we're not Plato. Okay? Right. That's for God to do, not you. Right? right? Understand the nurturing factors that exist inside of you. And you think that, you know, your people can go up in the air and change them into some, some magically, deliciously person? No. Nah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Especially if he's walking in purpose. If he's just aimlessly out here, you know, that's one thing. But And then step four, make a decision quickly, mm. right? So whether you're going to stay in or get out. Get out. Because right. here's the thing. Women have this thing called discernment. So very quickly, they can see whether or not the guy is the right type of person. They can see it. The right. problem is that, you know, the last guy that she was with, his teeth didn't look like this and his sex wasn't like this or he didn't make this type of money. So now you've got somebody that has the teeth and has the money and has, and now you're like, I'm going to make this work. Meanwhile, his world does not fit in yours. But you want to stay in there and think that you're just going to change him. And now two, three years down the road, now when y'all finally break up, you feel like you wasted time. You did. Because you knew in week three, you knew he was not the person. But you started having sex with him. You started having orgasms, which is going to change your mind. Oh, you can buy. Oh, yes. Okay? You right. cannot have orgasms by a man continuously and think your mind is not going to shift. It does. It's supposed <laughs> to. The reason for the orgasm is for you to push the sperm in the direction of the fallopian tube that, re- that released the egg that month. So once you have an orgasm, your brain says, this person has a higher probability of siring my children. Remember, that's why you're here, to procreate and continue the species. Wow. So, so Mother Nature sets you up so that when you keep having orgasms, you say, that's the guy I want, because he can give me orgasms, which means that I have a higher probability of having children. Whether you want children or not, that's what you think up here. Subconsciously, wow. you just don't know it. So when you keep having orgasms by a man over and over again, it's called 
stigmatized. Okay, that's how you see people in different situations where they're like, "How could she not? Why is she still with him? She's stigmatized." Oh boy. <laughs> I ain't fooling with you, man. <laughs> but you're right, though. You're right, though. And I want to add to that, fellas. So y'all hearing these words. As a matter of fact, I, I advise the fellas, you go get the book yourself. And you read it because there's a lot of information that you can use from this. Also, this is understanding about your own self-awareness and understanding that the, the man, the beast, the animal that is inside of you and is doing the wonderful things that you are. Why in the world would you want somebody to come alongside you and as free and as fast as you need to run, put weights upon you, you know? Come on. You can't Come do on. it, you know? And I've had a lot of, that's actually the, the third reason why that I, you know, the book was for women who haven't had a man in their life, um, you know, fathers and things of that nature to kind of give them some insight into things. Right. It's for women who have had a father in their life or father figure. And, uh, you know, so it kind of blesses some of the things that they've already heard and, and also uncovers some other things that they might not have known as well. And then for stage three, it's also for men to see when men read it, they're like, oh my gosh, I thought it was just me. Because remember, we haven't been expressing our feelings all these years. No, we haven't. Right? So when, when, when I have men come up to me and they're talking, you know, the chapter five, what is nagging? And we break that down to whereas you all up in my space, you want me to talk to you right now, but you have to pick the time when I'm mentally there, right? Because if, if you go and you say just because the commercial between the Houston Rockets and the and the, and the, and the um, LA and the Lakers is okay. It's on commercial, so now I want to talk to you. No, I don't. I'm not even here, and I know the topic to you is important. I know, but intimacy. See, if you can see into me, then you would know that I am not mentally here right now. So, if you would like to schedule a time when you know that I am mentally here, that's communication, right? That's real intimacy, right? right. That's being a woman. Because okay? women have the ability to move a man with her words. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be the actions, with her words. And if you don't believe me, we can go back to the first two people, Adam and Eve. She did not put the apple in his mouth. She suggested it. Uh -huh. So women have the power of suggestion to whereas we will move, but you have to know how to suggest that. And that's femininity. And if you're maximizing your femininity, a woman can move a man like a chess piece all day long through her words. Mm. If, she's, if she has learned to maximize being a woman. But most of them don't. Okay? So you think that you can do it through nagging, fussing. And you really think that's registering with me? It's not. Yeah. But your grandmama knew how to do it without nagging, without raising her voice. She knew how to do it. Got it done. That's a skill set. You need to go back and pick that up because I know you're more educated than her out there, right. not in the house, you're not. Okay, so you need some refresher courses. Um, and I think that that level of accountability has to sit on, on, on and, and it, uh, is there things that, more, that men need to do more of? Yes, and that's why, you know, the next book that I'm asking, um, uh, that, you know, should be out by Black Friday is Understanding a Man, Memoirs of a Father to His Son. And so I'm, I'm speaking to, uh, you know, the, the, the young men of the world and the early adulthood and kind of just shaping some areas that we, missed that we missed right yes, so while yes, yes, right while some of us go over here and kind of you know re-raise some things i don't need women to get dumb like y'all are getting dumb in homes right mm. and that, don't do that you got to become a little bit smarter right and in doing that you have to personally develop yourself mm. right i love how i have a couple of friends and i, I just throw a very good friend of mine her name is joy stokes she's currently joy stokes she used to be joy pearson right mm. Very pretty girl, rock and roll, college educated, right? You know what I'm saying? Doing her thing. But there was a point where she said, you know what? I had to just sit down and get myself right for like two years. And she was reading and conferences and things of that nature. Now she's not Joy Pearson. She's Joy Stokes because she went up here and attacked the, the one, the biggest enemy, which was herself, right? And fine-tuned herself and then... God will send you your blessing when you're ready. Mm. Okay, that's something that these websites can't bring you when you're mm. clicking on all the stuff and swiping left and swipe. They can't right. bring you that. Right. Or it will bring you who you currently are. See, that one right there, we can spend another hour on that. Yeah. It's, a lot of you are being brought who you are. Yeah. Just in a different form. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
Okay. Yes, yes, he might have cheated on you, but if I went up here and, and had a little conversation, there's a gap that you have. That's why you keep picking people who cheat on you. True. <laughs> man, dude, I can't wait for man that one on, on the brothers come out Black Friday. Black Friday. Man, yeah. That's gonna be awesome. Because I think that in this day and age, men, we have so many different messages coming across especially with our young men. Um, we're taught to, A, to be providers, be protectors, but right. B, we're taught to be uh, emotionally soft, and I, sometimes I call it moist, and, you know, to the point where we're not able to, you know, do what needs to be done in the times that need to be done. And it's like, it's not no dog in the fight. And in fact, and, and un unfortunately, it is not leading to the amount of assertiveness that right. needs to take place in certain relationships. And so then right. you go down this line for um, a couple years or so, often on, and then all of a sudden she steps out <laughs> for this uh, Neanderthal man that's around the corner who can't right. do anything for her, man. Pretty much, man. <laughs> it's just it's weird. And so what we have to get into the space now is, uh, fellas, you got to be you regardless of what she does, and you have mm -hmm. to stand firm of that. You don't have to doubt yourself. You don't have to be looking or buy into what society says you should you should not do. But you have to get into the spot where, you know, I'm a man, regardless right. of how days it goes. And you can't fixate your life based on her behaviors or anything like that. Because that's no, what I mess up. No, I, I think that that's why, you know, when people, this there's so many, you know, colloquialisms that we just use over the years. Like, you know, uh, my better half. No. You're better whole. Two halves make hell. Two holes make hell. So if you meet somebody and you want to say that you're only half a person and they're the other half, you are the problem. Okay? Because how are you going to teach me how to love you when you haven't figured out how to love yourself? I don't understand that. I'm not going to, if I come into this relationship loving you like the last person that I love, wouldn't you say that's a little disrespectful? Okay? That I, that I could, you know, 17% of women, uh, uh, you know, climax from, uh, uh, from vaginal penetration. The rest need direct clitoral stimulation. So if I meet you, miss, if I meet you, lady, and you, and I sex you the same way I sexed the last person, well, I got an 83% chance of getting this wrong. How am I going to know how to how to stimulate you if you don't know your own body? You just think I'm just supposed to and just get it right? No. Yeah. No. If you give me head the way the last person and they was, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to know each person is different, right? And you have to be willing to do that due diligence and all that, all that, what is that, hopeless romantic, like you're just going to meet the person and just know you and love you and just ride off. Yeah. It's a lie. If it wasn't a lie, watch this. If it wasn't a lie, you read off the stats of 50% divorce rate. Yeah. That means half of every single person. Two people get married, one gonna get divorced. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. We can't say that I'm wrong here because according to the stats, everybody's out there hopelessly, romantically, them things right into divorce court. So that's why we gotta we gotta kind of peel back some of these pieces and say, you know what, this sounds good, right? You know, like we grew up thinking that uh, the money is the root of all evil. That's not true. It's the love of money. We missed yeah. a whole word. Yeah. That changes the entire statement. Yeah. Right? So, you know, it used to work back in the day. So you, you know what? You could eat chitlins back in the day too. Okay, that's because that's all that we had. Okay. You don't have to eat them anymore. Don't tell me about that as cultural. You don't have to do it. Okay? It's not really good for your body. Okay? <laughs> but because you, you grew up on a grandmama used to eat them and it was that's God was protecting them eating them chitlins. He ain't protecting y'all eating them chitlins now. Because <laughs> you ain't gotta do it. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm having fun now. Man, dude, I ain't fooling with you. I ain't laughing laugh so much, man. Once again, once again, ladies and gentlemen, we got Mr. Elam King, right? author and creator of Understanding a Man, Empowering Women with Tools for Lasting Relationships. Man, dude, I can go a whole nother moment with you, man, but I'll talk to you about that off wax. We can do a part. We can do part two. That's all good. We can do part. Man, 
tell these individuals how to get in contact with you. Um, well, first of all, James, thank you so much for even just, you know, having me uh, be a part of your platform. Uh, I appreciate that. You're making me want to get a new chair for that velvet. I told you, every, every king need a throne. You're right, though. When you say that, but see, that's resonating right there. I'm like, oh, I got to get another chair now. I got a chair. So I want to appreciate James for stepping my chair game up. I'm about to be on Amazon when we get off of here and see what I can sell out. But, um, but um, of course, you can uh, uh, always, my website is understandingaman.com. Uh, if you, if you want to look to have an autographed copy, of course, it's available on Amazon and actually on uh, audio, on, on Audible as well. So for those of you who don't like to read, um, just, you know, sit down as I'm one of those people. That's why I put it on Audible uh, so I can listen to it. So uh, it's available. Understanding a Man is available there as well. Of course, on social media, you can follow me at Elam B. King, E-L-A-M-B King, K-I-N-G. Uh, and on Facebook under Understanding a Man, on, on uh, Facebook page, Understanding a Man. And uh, I think, you know, that's pretty much the majority. Oh, our YouTube as well. There's a lot of videos that's available on there. Uh, so you can feel free. Actually, all my podcasts are on there. And in addition to, I guess, my podcast as well, uh, Understanding a Man podcast, podcast available on Anchor and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Overcast and all the casts that's out there. Um, but um, we definitely talk about similar topics. Same as James. I want to thank you for even being in this space because, um, you know, this is information that really needs to, to, to be out there. And I'll say real quickly, a friend of mine, I won't say his name because he called me when I was coming from church today and he said, you know, he's in a totally different space right now. And he said a, a young lady was talking to him about um, him doing some some relationship coaching. And so he was like, man, I already got my homeboy. He's, you know, rocking and rolling in that space. And the first thing I said to him is that, man, we need you. Like we're not in competition. Yeah. James, Elam, you know what I'm saying? I'm a homeboy and, and, and you know, the small amount of other people. Is like, how are ladies going to know if we don't start talking? Right. The problem is we haven't been talking because we were told to not talk. So then they have been coming up with their, and if you don't show up for a woman's dialogue, she will come up with her own monologue and hold you accountable to exactly what it is. Yes, sir. So it's yes, our sir. time now to, to be able to bring some dialogue forward so that at least you can say you heard it from the horse's mouth versus it being created. So I, I want to thank you, James, of just walking in this space and keep doing, I mean, amazing things, man. Appreciate you, appreciate you, man. You already know when that uh, next book come out, we definitely, man, have to follow up on this one, man. Because yeah. we got we, we to we hear what you're saying to the brothers specifically about some of these shenanigans that, that they have been uh, perpetuating in our society currently. Yeah, and that's and, really and what it is. And, it's unf and, and you know what? A lot of this stuff is because they don't know. And that's why we got good brothers, man. Put it out there and say, nah, go right instead of left. Change your life. They change your life. Man, thanks again. Once again, brother. What's burning on the bushes next? All right, man. Hey, dude. I enjoyed that, man. I enjoyed that. Cause dude, yeah. you said, you said so in in much Just like the that I myself, you yourself I, 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 have my, I myself have felt some of those same sentiments.